Brendan O'Connor on RTE Radio 1 with All Care Pharmacy. Need expert advice on your family's health? Speak to us today at All Care Pharmacy, Ireland's largest community pharmacy network. You may have been following uh, the news that Kate Middleton, uh, the Princess of Wales, has been absent from public life since January and she has reco- she is recovering from surgery and we, they have said she's recovering from surgery and to give her time and space. But this week, the question is where of where is Kate went from a kind of a sense of care and concern to full-on conspiracy theory. So Finn McRedmond is a columnist at the Irish Times based in London. Good morning, Finn. Morning, Brendan. Can you give us the background to this story, Finn? Um, yeah, so... Um at the very end of last year, uh, just after Christmas, um, I was announced that uh, Kate Middleton uh, was undergoing kind of routine and planned surgery and that she would be absent from duties until um, after Easter time, roughly. Um, and that was all, and it also happened at the same time that the, um, roughly a similar time that the King's cancer diagnosis um, was announced. Um, so that was, you know, I think people were, you know, concerned or, you know, you know, gently concerned and a little bit interested but you know it wasn't a, it wasn't this huge thing and then this week um it, you, as you say it's kind of blown up and become this kind of conspiracy it's become the kind of subject of like online memes um and kind of like yeah just a big topic of national conversation okay so it it it, it was interesting i suppose that the the king charles cancer situation occurred around the same time and they were very very open too open some people would say about that what's the normal protocol um, for well, the palace when it comes to these kind of personal medical matters so so um being so candid about the uh, about king charles's cancer diagnosis was a real break from precedent um the the palace tends to be uh yeah qu- quiet and private about these things um you know, the whole, you know, you're not supposed to let light in on the magic is a quote about the royal family. They're supposed to seem kind of mystical and distant and kind of almost unreal in a sense. So so there's, they're, they're, they're deciding to break that convention um, was very unusual uh, with King Charles. And I think what the problem is that because they um, did that with King Charles, people are saying, well, so what? why can't they do that with Kate too? Like, what's going on? It feels like it, the, the accusation is that, that is that they're being inconsistent. Okay, is there is there a touch as well though of you know historically royal mothers like Kate that thing of having to appear with the baby like two hours after giving Mm. birth with their hair done and everything is there is there a kind of strand of that thing that she should bounce back into public life? Yeah, yeah. There's a kind of um, you know perhaps a sort of kind of national entitlement to be like, well, she's she's the princess of Wales, so where is she? Let us see her. Um, You know, that's a that's a you know, whether whether that's a good thing or a bad thing, pro- probably not a particularly pleasant um, disposition. But yeah, there, there perhaps it's a, a low sense of entitlement. But I also think that generally she's just she's she's a liked monarch. She's popular, um, and uh, and she's super super famous. And people are interested in people who are super famous. And I think that's probably the Occam's razor answer to why everyone cares so much at the moment. Yeah. And look, if we if we put aside the online conspiracy theorists and everything. Mm. So when you, you, I presume you don't hang around with a, a bunch of arch royalists or anything, but the kind of people you know in <laughs> no. in London, they like the royal family, do they? 
Yeah, I mean, like it, obviously people's politics vary. Um, yeah. And, you know, and and I think if you were to ask a lot of people if they were to kind of design a utopian society from scratch, they probably wouldn't include a monarchy. But but now that the one exists and that's and that's the system in the UK, I think it's broadly it's broadly liked. Um, it's kind of like it hums in the background of life. It's not it's not that major. It's kind of like part of the architecture of, of life in Britain, but it's, it doesn't doesn't really mean anything day to day. But, but yeah, as I said, it's popular and Kate is popular and the king ended up there was a lot of chatter being like, oh well now that now that Queen Elizabeth has um passed away, the king the king's gonna tank the popularity of the monarchy and it didn't happen, you know. I think it's 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 just quite it's quite stable and gentle, I think. So in terms then of what happened this week, was the specific fulcrum was uh William missed some kind of an engagement or cancelled an engagement mm. and this kicked mm. everything off, did it? Yeah, I, I think um it was it was a kind of uh, a sense that perhaps it was a very severe um so that Kate was struggling with something very severe um because he he had been at some you know he was at the BAFTAs or um and stuff so he was out and about and then he wasn't so yeah that's that's what that's that's what triggered the speculation I think okay uh, Kate Middleton has been through kind of this intense scrutiny and kind of press invasion mm. and that in the past but is there something a bit different or a bit darker about what's going on here. Mm, it does. It it it, it certainly. Mm, it doesn't. It doesn't feel like a particularly nice atmosphere, um, because even though even though it seems that the the press, kind of the traditional media, um, is kind of adhering to the palace's wants, which is to not speculate and stuff. Um, uh, there, there's that the, the kind of sense of public entitlement to want to know where she is hasn't hasn't gone away just because it's not on the front page of the Times or the Telegraph. Um, but as as we were saying, it's just it's just migrated onto like kind of you know the cow, the cowboy land of Twitter, so where it can't really be contained or regulated, um, and then it can like spiral. Yeah, then it spirals out of control into kind of a, quite a difficult beast to handle. Yeah. And you see, look, this is not a new story. There are echoes here, I suppose, of the treatment of Diana, uh, of the treatment mm. of, of Meghan Markle. But in a way now, it's almost as if it comes from these keyboard warriors. But then that, that feeds into the press being able to cover the story then as well in a kind of a finger wagging way. Is that it? Yeah, yeah. It's a, it's a kind of symbiotic relationship, isn't it? Um, that... Uh, the press, the press can only co- the press only cover it if people want to read about it, and they can kind of d- uh, divide that there is that there is an appetite. There's a huge appetite for reading about the royal family and speculating in the royal family, um, and and it's it's not going to go away soon. I think also the thing about um, you know Kate, Meghan, Diana, it's it's true. Um, there's obviously similarities in the way that the press has treated them, but I think it's just also true of any famous women. Yeah, that, you know, um, like any famous women who aren't part of the royal family are subject to much more intense scrutiny um, than, well, non-famous people, obviously, and perhaps also less than, than famous men. So I think it's not, I don't think it's, I don't think it's particularly unique to the royals. Okay. Finn Redmond in London, thank you very much for that.